0: People always want to know what it's like to be me. How does it feel to see a dead body? Tell a family their loved one has been murdered. Talk to a rape victim, catch a killer, and get them to confess. Hold on tight, my friends. Get ready for the journey. And welcome to Murder with Menina. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Murder with Menina. Colleen, how's it going?
1: Oh, it's going great. You know, I just uh, researched this situation in Chicago yeah. that mirrors the one in Austin and yeah, you know, the smiley face murders keep coming up and it, it's it's crazy. But this this case these cases in Chicago seem to me to be more connected mm-hmm. than the ones in Austin. But of course, you'll have a more experienced perspective on it and I'm looking forward to hearing it.
0: Yeah, so we uh, we were in Austin, not literally, but um, last episode we were talking about Austin and the um, mysterious deaths from Lady Bird Lake, and now we are going to move to almost my neck of the woods, so it takes me probably about three hours to get from Chicago uh, to Indianapolis, just straight up 65 north, so I visit there quite often, probably two or three times a year, but Here we go with what's going on in Michigan. And, of course, the media outlets are talking about, is it a possible serial killer? And uh, most people tell you that three or more um, killings or whatever makes you a serial killer. So there's probably a lot more serial killers out there than we know, right? If it only takes three.
1: This is the thing. And I have a case coming up that I am researching for you uh, in Ohio. It's actually two cases, old cases, that have... They've now detectives have linked four or more murders, unsolved murders to the same what they think is a serial killer, but they don't know who yet. So, so, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Is this more prevalent than we ever imagined?
0: Well, I think it is. And it's funny because people always ask me, oh, my gosh, have you ever investigated a serial killer? And of course, I I'm real quick to say no. But then uh, I'm thinking of Noodles, who was burnt up. Um, he was shot and burned up and found in a field. And, um, when I told, when I went over to tell mom that he had been killed, you know, she said, well, you know, he, he has killed a lot of people in the city. And even when I kind of figured out who, who could possibly do it, the prosecutor's office is like, he's killed so many people, you know, that we couldn't, we, there's no way in hell we could prosecute, pick, pick somebody, you know, there's so many people involved. So I probably have investigated a serial killer. My, my point in all of this with the case um, that I did, but wow. So anyways, but then
1: also you think about the psychology of someone who killed and you think, well, would they only do it once And unless it was a crime of passion? Wouldn't they do
0: it more than once? Well, uh, I mean, like in the reference to the case I was just talking about, I mean, I think this, this guy was so deep into the drug game and a little bit of cartel people, that I, the mindset of that I don't think was really serial killerish. It you can only put the title oh, on right. that because right, that's the, different. Sure, yeah, just because of the amount of people that he killed. You know, it wasn't
1: like he had an itch to scratch. It was just these people got in his way, and he and he just did away with them.
0: Yeah, so that, you know, when they say serial killer, you know, if someone were to look it up, it'll say three or more. I'm like, wow, but that's you know, that's you know, I, I just think that it's just different, right? You're serial killer, especially ones that we know about, right? When you look at Dahmer and Bundy, and now we're starting to look at these types of things, you're going to see a lot of similarities. All right. So now we're going to jump to Chicago. So uh, with 11 bodies of young men being pulled out of Lake Michigan recently, it's impossible to ignore the growing rumor that there's a serial killer on the loose. And I hate you know, I know what the media is doing and it gets everybody's attention, and that is good and bad, right? The media's talking, hey, there could be a serial killer, and then they interviewed a uh former CIA and, and and a detective, and she said, Absolutely. And that's good and bad, right? Because it gets people to pay attention more to their surroundings, pay attention to where these bodies are being discovered, paying attention to where the bodies were before they were killed. All of that is is good information and good knowledge, and I and I like the media doing that because you have to let people know what's going on in your communities. On the flip side of it, you know, there's there's bad to that too, right? Then you've got all of the people kind of jumping in and all these conspiracies and, and and that type of stuff. So in this situation, most of the victims disappeared in the late to early morning hours on weekends, just like Ladybird, right? And they were all found in a body of water, just like the stuff in Austin. They were mostly they were mostly men in their 20s or early 30s who were last seen in or near the city of River North Nightlife District. Most appear to be good-looking, successful, young, professional, intoxicated, right? So they're easy prey and white. And that's the same that we were talking about with, with Austin. They disappeared late at night and were walking alone. Some have theorized in viral social media posts that the men's deaths are not isolated or accidental, Rather, they are the victims of a single suspect. A theory that at the time officials say there's no evidence to support. I'm going, so with that, so when they say, when officials say there's no evidence to support that, there could be a lot of evidence to support it, but they're not ready to talk about that part of it yet. Just so you know. Okay. Same um, as
1: you said in Austin, they may yeah. be investigating and they just don't want the killer or killers to know. Their, well, I mean, and that's the same thing. Have.
0: Even when you're dealing with not multiple people being killed, I did that. I held a lot of information to the vest um, because I just didn't want it out there yet. There's, there is reasons that you withhold um, information. So here we go. Okay. Starting in late 2021 with 23 year old and Yaki Barskarin. A Glenville, Illinois native, attended the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign and moved to Chicago, where he worked in marketing. Uh, friends described him as the life of the party, who was always trying to make people laugh. Um, on October 30th, Bas Carin, went to the bar with friends in the Lincoln Park neighborhood. Then he called an Uber to get to another bar, Celeste, in the River North neighborhood, He left Celeste alone at 11.39. Um, He then called um, his roommate on FaceTime at 12.04 a.m. to say he was going to start walking home. Um, His roommate said, and this is important, he was intoxicated enough at the point that he thought he was in Lincoln Park. And we know now that he wasn't. He didn't even realize what part of town he was in. So about 45 minutes later, when he didn't arrive home, his roommate tried to track his phone location But his phone was dead. They reported him missing and a search ensued. Uh, His friends and family took to social media and over 100 leads came in. About 200 friends, family and strangers armed with flashlights and neon vests conducted a search. It started at Celeste and routing people's different directions that uh, he may have gone. His family hired a private investigator firm to help. They used drones, manpower and digital forensics to search for him. Uh, they followed his digital footprint, including surveillance videos from the, from that night. But the answers were not in the phones or the cameras. The private detective followed hundreds of leads uh, that have come in through social media and email, but none of them have panned out. Then on November 21st, 2021, police found his body in the Chicago River about one and a half miles from the bar where he was last seen. OK, so that's the first case. It's, you know, resembles austin right
1: the most the most not the first yeah the most recent
0: absolutely so jumping to april 2022 four bodies were pulled from chicago waterways in a single week wow three of them women karina alanis 31 was reportedly found dead along the shore of the chicago river on the south side on friday morning six days prior on april 16th two other women were also pulled from the river one was identified as 80-year-old Yunette Singh, and the other, discovered near downtown, was not identified. And then the following day, a man who also remains unidentified was pulled from Lake Michigan in the Bronzeville neighborhood, which is about four miles south of downtown. The medical examiner did not determine the cause of death.
1: The yeah, causes the causes of death. death. So, I mean,
0: of these people. you know, it just goes to show that there, a lot of bodies get pulled from um, you know, lakes and that and so forth, but I don't know, just it's a little bit different than the first one. Um, being women sure. and then an 80 year old, but you can't. This is the thing as we talk more about serial killers, if I were, if I were like, you know what, I'm going to be a serial killer just based on podcasts and TV shows and news reports, I would, you know, get certain people and then I throw in an 80 year old just to keep people, you know, off me, right? Like, don't, mm. don't. Don't kill what you want to kill. Just throw somebody else in there um, just to throw investigators off. And I do believe that that's starting to happen because there's so much attention giving these cases and criminals are becoming as much as we are becoming smarter as far as forensics and DNA and drones and social media, the criminals are too. We can't forget that.
1: Right. Like, for instance, if these deaths are at the hands of a killer or killers, they're throwing the bodies in the water. Well, that erases a lot of DNA, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's smart to do that. I mean, it is smart to do that as far as trying to get rid of, um, you know, evidence, DNA and that sort. All right. A month later, in May of 2022, University of Illinois Chicago students Daniel Sotelo and Natalie Brookson were both found just weeks apart in Lake Michigan. Daniel was days away from graduating from the University of Illinois at Chicago with a master's degree. His girlfriend, Natalie Brookson, vanished after she quit her job and was found dead a few days later. Um, He, he's 26, was last seen in the area of South Racine Avenue in Brookson, was last seen leaving work on North Mapleton, Maplewood, I'm sorry, Avenue. What happened to the UIC couple is still a mystery. The medical examiner's office was unable to determine the manner or cause of Brookson's death, according to public records. Officials concluded that Sotelo drowned, but the manner of death, such as an accident, natural causes, or homicide could not be determined. Water really messes up bodies a lot, too. It makes it hard sometimes, especially if they've been in there for a long time. Um, Your skin kind of falls off and all of that stuff. So what's interesting, too, you know, when we uh, talking about serial killers, now we're dealing with people, if it is a serial killer, that's got master's degree. And, you know, we automatically assume that they're more educated. They're smarter. They're not the victims of victims that we like to talk about. So interesting. Um, also, in May of 2022, 31 year old Eden De La O was Retrieved from the river after disappearing from the city's Brighton Park neighborhood, Eden was last seen at a bar on Southwestern Avenue, a 16-minute drive from River North. His family said he went with someone to a party at the bar and made a phone call to his mother around 1 a.m. Sunday and sounded scared. That was the last time they heard from him. Be interesting to be to um, interview mom and when they said scared, it could be with the. <clears throat> Those types of drugs that they may be using, you know, that feeling of kind of out of control,
1: right, scary, like what's happening. Right. Exactly. exactly.
0: Exactly. So that's what happened to me when I took a gummy in Las Vegas. <laughs> First time in my I was life, there. I, was, I witnessed it. Dude, that's another that's a that's a fun podcast episode. The day that that I did something stupid, but it was legal. It was legal, but uh, I wanted to try it once. That's a totally different podcast or a different episode. Okay. <laughs> so it, it, Yeah, but, but it scared the hell out of me. My point is I took something that I had never taken before, and it was foreign to my body, and it scared the living shit out of me. So I don't even remember how I got. I tried to get out of the Uber. I tried to open up the door in the Uber while it was moving. <gasps> yeah, Ooh, I that's was that bad. person. That's yeah, disoriented. Bad. Yeah, oh, no, majorly. So, in December of 2022, there were at least four reported drownings where young men were were reported missing days before their tragic discovery. Christoph Schubert, a 21-year-old Polish businessman, was reported missing on December 3rd after leaving a bar in River North. Um, Schubert worked IT for a global tech company. Again, not stupid. He'd been in the United States since November. On Saturday, he and a few dozen co-workers took a party bus downtown Chicago for their company Christmas party. They ended up, up at Howl at the Moon in River North. A co-worker said he vanished from the bar at 9.30 p.m. and hadn't been seen since. One of his friends told police, I saw him standing there. Then the next moment, he wasn't there. Nobody saw him leaving. The next day on Sunday... I went to his room and knocked on the door. It was empty. He was not there. The Cook County Medical Examiner's Office said Schuessberg's body was recovered from Lake Michigan in the area of Oak Street Beach on December 7th. The medical examiner determined his cause of death was drowning with ethanol intoxication as a contributing factor, and the manner of death was ruled accidental. Now that's really, really under, um interesting that they said ethanol intoxication which means he was super super drunk but wow okay but you know as I as I look at this drowning with ethanol intoxication as a contributing factor which means there were other factors they just couldn't quite nail it oh nail it interesting down. Contributing right factor. So
1: maybe they are testing for the date ra- rape drug and maybe they are finding mm-hmm. it in some of or some or all of the systems.
0: Well, when you look at a, a few of these victims, I mean, we're talking about people who are educated; right. they've got degrees. This guy worked for an old uh, IT global tech company. I mean, these guys are not stupid, and they're not going to throw
1: and right? they're so not going to throw their lives away. They had very obviously full lives with friends and and social calendars and meaningful work that they studied for and graduated college. And think about uh, yes.
0: Yeah, and think about the 21-year-old. It's so funny because to this day, when I don't feel good or when I am, like, sick, like, really sick and don't feel good, I, I still call my mom. But I've got to be really sick. So for a 21-year-old, in reference to the last guy, felt so scared and kind of just off that he called his mom. Right. I mean, what That's 21-year-old sweet. calls his mom at a bar? But, I mean, who does that, right? You've got to really be feeling like something's out of control. Right. Okay, so Peter Salvino, a 25-year-old Northwestern doctoral student, again. So here we're looking at the profile a little bit more, and all these guys are really, really educated. Something to think about. Disappeared on December 17th after leaving a party in Lincoln Park, just north of River North. Officials say his body was recovered from Diversity Harbor on December 20th, three days after he was reported missing. Salvino's cause of death mirrors Schubert's. The medical examiner determined he had drowned with ethanol intoxication as a contributing factor. And the manor was also ruled accidental.
1: Again, with the wow. contributing factor. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So accidental in the stretch that they are so drunk that they're walking into a body of water.
1: And not <laughs> swimming. Right? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they're not swimming. This guy disappeared on December 17th. They're not going into Lake Michigan in December. You're not going into Lake Michigan in September. I think even
1: dead drunk, why would you ever think to go near the water or get in the water? You wouldn't. You would have to fall in the water. This many people fell in the water? Is it? I don't know because I live in California and we don't have water systems like this. You know, this is like the water system in Chicago is like a spider web. Austin has lakes all over the place, including Lady Bird Lake, which is the reservoir right by downtown. So I don't relate to how this could happen. Do you? How could this happen? This Um, many bodies just happen to fall in?
0: Not this many bodies. A body here and there, yeah, in Chicago. It's a pretty, you know, party town. But what's interesting is they're all educated. They seem to be by themselves. They're at the bar. You know, and that's the thing, too. It's like, man, if I go to a bar, I never, I guess I just go with people. Like, I never am like, okay, see you later, and I leave by myself.
1: They leave to go home late at night or in the middle of the night. Like, hey, I'm walking home now. You know, that type of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and Chicago gives you that. You're you're absolutely right. Indianapolis, you, you're not walking home unless you live downtown. You've got to drive. So good. That's point. another
1: thing I don't relate to in California. I'm from Los Angeles. I live in San Diego. You need a car to go everywhere. There's not the public transit yeah. is, you know, not it's sparse. So that's another yeah. thing, I guess, you know, with public transit being what it is in these places. I don't know about Austin, but it certainly chicago maybe somebody would leave yeah. a bar and go home alone you would in new york i do it in new york when i'm there
0: it's so crazy when i've been in new york there's so many people you feel safe you feel safe. like it's not exactly a, it's not yeah okay so we here, here we have anthony rucker who's 23 were, was reported missing on february 13th in chicago police recovered his body three days later on february 16th in the chicago river um, near the 3700 block of South Pulaski Road, the medical examiner's office determined Rucker had taken his own life and the primary cause of death was ruled as drowning. OK, probably not related, but you have to talk about it. Right. Just just to show you the amount of bodies that they're that they're pulling from the lake here. Um, and Joel Orduno, 24, was last seen at his Logan Square residence on February 17th before his disappearance was reported to Chicago police. Nearly a full month later, officers said Orduno's body was discovered in the Chicago River in the area, the 2700 block of North uh, Levitt. The medical examiner's office says the cause and manner of death in his case is still under investigation, so they don't know. Okay, on April 19th, 2023, the body of missing 21-year-old U.S. Navy sailor Seamus Gray was discovered along the shores of Lake Michigan. He was last seen on March 18th at 1.35 a.m. after he attempted to go to the Ibiza nightclub in Waukegan, a 50-minute drive from River North with his friends. However, he was denied entry due to his inebriated state. His friends said they had not heard from him after he left the bar. Okay, that's so. It's crazy, right? Like, I, I get it. We're we're adults and we're responsible. Like, you, we can't babysit everybody. But they're going to. They're not going to allow him into the bar because he's so crazy, drunk. But they're going to allow him to leave by himself. Whatever. Okay.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs>
0: According to Adrian Hernandez, the manager of the nightclub, Seamus Gray had engaged in at least two altercations outside of the bar. Surveillance footage showed. Um, From the nightclub, security cameras showed him walking in an alley behind the bar soon after. Investigators revealed that videos from businesses near the waterfront showed um, him walking near the edge of the lake. It is believed that due to his drunken state, he most likely fell into the lake and drowned. He was supposed to go back uh, to the base by 2 a.m. and never made it home. An autopsy revealed that Gray died from drowning. While the incident remains under police investigation, officials confirmed that the victim showed no other signs of significant injury. Officials noted that they are still awaiting the results of toxicology tests. Gray was reported inebriated before his disappearance, which may have contributed to the drowning incident. Gray's phone had no signs of activity since he went missing. I mean, you could have somebody that just waits down there by the lake at 1.30 in the morning or 2 in the morning, waits for drunk people, and then just pushes them in. That could be a new game. Jesus, this is crazy. In April of 2023, two bodies have been pulled from the Chicago River. On April 12, 2023, police found a body in the Chicago River in Caldwell Woods, a forest preserve on the northwest side of Chicago. No identifying information was immediately available, and it was not clear how the person ended up in the water. State police are leading the ongoing investigation. And the next day, on April 13th, 2023, the body of a man who had been missing for more than a month was pulled from the Chicago River near the Columbus Drive Bridge. He was identified as 46 year old Richard Garcia. He had been missing since March 12th when he was last seen being dropped off at his home at 82nd and Commercial Avenue. Co workers began to worry when he did not show up for work at FedEx in Hammond, Indiana. A cause of death has not been determined. And here we are again throwing another. Weird body in the mix. If it were a serial killer. This is so intriguing to him. It really is like. Okay. Um, so. Up to.
1: Right. He doesn't fit the profile. Yeah, He's forty-six, but, like,
0: but he fits the profile. If you're trying to throw it off. Right. They had an 80 year old that was. Found. You know, I mean, sure. I just always have to think outside the box a little bit. Because there's so many. Right. It's the thing is like. There's so many of these happening. Why haven't they figured out like why? I just don't understand why it hasn't been figured out. Okay, so law enforcement's view, while there are some loose similarities into the cases, both the medical examiner's office and Chicago Police Department said at this time, there's no evidence suggesting there is a connection between these drowning deaths. I just don't know how you can say that. My thing is, if you think that there's a connection, then you just don't say anything when asked for a statement. I can't believe really there's got to be some connection. At least the ones that fit the profile, right? There were enough of them that fit the profile. Mm-hmm. And a spokesperson for the Chicago Police Department said, the Chicago Police Department conducts thorough death investigations as we work to bring a measure of closure to the families of these and all the victims. The Chicago Police Department is working closely with the FBI to investigate the cases and identify any potential suspects. They're also encouraging the public to come forward with any information that they may, that may be relevant to the investigations, of course. So here we have a former CIA officer and FBI special agent, Tracy Walder. I told News Nation now that it likely isn't coincidence at all. All roads lead to a potential serial killer on the loose. I, I'm I agree with her. I don't believe in coincidence. I just don't. Like I I don't think everybody, everybody that we talked about today is is linked. I think the majority of them are. Okay. February 10th of 2023, the National death News Outlet spoke to Karen Conti, who represented John Wayne Gacy during his death row appeals. And she said nobody's talking about it, but it's an astounding amount of men. And it could be as many as 15 men in a period of just over a year. She continued to say days later they are found in either the lake or the river. And this is now being tied to what they call the Smiley Face Killers. (laughs) and if you don't know about the smiley case killers google it um that's somewhere between 45 and 200 young men who have disappeared all over the country in the same exact way and they're saying that there's a possibility that there's a killer or group of killers who are doing this in a ritualistic fashion we don't know those facts yet but it's something we really need to watch i agree 100 i think it could be a group of people I'm telling you, these groups of kids or young people—they get, you know—we know, we know we, they get into these groups. And it's just, it's no different than a gang, no different than a gang, no different than ISIS or I mean, it's it's no different. And what I what I wonder
1: kind of, what I wonder about the Austin cases and also the Chicago cases in the past, the smiley face killer cases. There was a smiley face, or there were these, there were these certain symbols <laughs> that were nearby on a wall. It wasn't only a smiley face, but it was this consistent symbols that they would find close to where the bodies were recovered in each place. So that's what tied them to this can't be a coincidence. This is too this is happening too often. But I haven't heard about a smiley face or any of those symbols being close to the bodies that have been found in Austin or Chicago. So that's sort of interesting. And yeah, maybe there are, could, and it's just not been publicized. I don't know.
0: Exactly. They could be holding that, but also it could just be, they don't want to be like the smiley. They want it. They want their own identity. Mm. They don't want to be, they don't want that type of, oh, it's smile because of, you know, we're leaving something there or, we're you know, we're leaving a smiley face, whatever. Maybe they don't want that. Hmm. They'll get away with it a lot longer by not doing it. Obviously.
1: Right. Right. right.
0: You just, I just think with, and I bet you if it's a group of people, it's, it's young people and it's a game. It is a game. It is a game. Like that's just <clears throat> my gut feeling. So, social media's view, of course, we have, you know, social media people all the time talking about it. So, as the news of the bodies found in Chicago's waterways spread, concerns about a potential serial killer have also begun to gain traction on social media. That's another reason why I think, too, that it's a young, these things. You don't need to leave smiley face to get the attention. You've got social media and TikTok, and this shit just goes viral so fast. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's more modern, right? Like before, when you look at serial killers from past, they would take you know something off the victim, right? They would so that they could relive it. Well, now all I got to do is get on TikTok, and they can watch it.
1: Oh wow, I never right. really thought of that. But so that's it's just, true they can relive it over and over again on not with all the social media. You know, we media. didn't have they didn't have right. all that
0: back in the day when when they were taking little trinkets or whatever. Right. That's how they relived it.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting yeah. point. See, well, it's
0: just, it's going with where we are in the world, right? Like it's the new thing mm-hmm. to do, uh, particularly TikToks um, is, is huge on this, but some social media posts have drawn a connection between the drownings in reports of drivers across Chicago approaching patrons at bars or restaurants leaving for the night, offering rides home for cash or free outside of a formal rideshare apps or taxi operations. Smart. Um, Laura responding to a March 12, 2023 Newsweek article. My 25-year-old son was at a bar downtown Chicago last night with his brother and a group of friends towards the end of the night. My son fell very ill, throwing up, blacking out, and he did not drink that much. He took a drug test this morning and tested positive for B. BZ, BZO, which I've come to find out that the street name is Rufy's. I don't know if somebody was going to try to rob him or worse, but after reading this article and being a mother, that scares the hell out of me. I just thank God that he was with a group of people that looked out for one another. And that's again, right? Like the same thing as that one kid who called his mom, you know, this kid didn't drink and he was completely blacked out. I just feel like that that kid was like, oh man, I'm losing control. Okay, so at least fourteen bodies have been pulled from Lake Michigan or the Chicago River in the past eighteen months. Okay, um, are these alcohol-related drownings or, or homicides? Um, I, you know, I would have to say probably alcohol's in it. Obviously, we know that, um, but I think they're homicides. I absolutely do think they're homicides. Um, I think the whole thing about you know. The whole, I, I like the theory of possibly they're getting a ride and there's those ride shares because back in the day, that's it would happen to me because when I would visit New York City a lot, you have your lines for and this was before Uber and stuff, but you had your lines for your cabs and then you had people coming up to you going, Where do you want to go? I'll take you right there, right? And they're right by the cabs. So you think they're kind of like I didn't know, right? They, you think they're kind of safe until my friends were telling me. So that whole thing about are they waiting outside? Um these bars possible. Absolutely. I mean it's 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 easy prey, right? This drug works. Right. You're getting educated, talented, smart, intelligent people um to become that vulnerable where they let's just say it's not a serial killer. You have smart, intelligent, vulnerable people that are giving are giving something in their drink or ingested in their body and they're losing complete self-control. I mean so we know that there's, it's an alcohol related because probably the drug is being in their drink, um, and they just lose all capacity to be able to defend themselves or to make decisions. There's descriptions of being blacked out. Like I don't remember. I remember getting into the Uber in Vegas. I don't remember. I remember trying to get out of the car, and I took one idiot. I took one gummy. One gummy. Right. Like one gummy from a
1: legally, 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 yeah, we'll legally know. <laughs>
0: from a shop in Las Vegas. And I don't remember very many parts about it. I don't remember very many. All I know is that it was the scariest thing because you lose control. And I remember, you know, asking, you know, my friend, I need for you to help me. I need for you like just panicking, just a horrible feeling. So I can relate a little bit like could somebody have...
1: and you and and chris you weren't alone no and i wasn't yeah. alone
0: but 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 yeah. she was no better because she had taken one too right i know
1: that but at least the two of you were together but i'm
0: no, just we we were both weird. so <laughs> oh colleen gosh. was flying in and i'm like we took a gummy. I remember her i remember saying oh we took a gummy it hadn't hit me yet and she's like you took the whole thing and i was like yeah and then three or four hours later she shows up and we're all fucked up in the hotel room but
1: you were sleeping yeah. is what you were basically passed yeah. out
0: but what my point is is somebody could have absolutely killed me and taken me i wouldn't even have been able to right. fight like i just even you yeah right even you I, yeah you so my whole exactly. point is is i understand kind of um how they could be lured to the water absolutely so you know that's the thing where
1: Or could they, they could have been pushed in a van and taken to the water. They could have been lured to the water. They could have been.
0: But that's all really um, dangerous to do, to push people in a van, like to snatch them Mm -hmm. up. You know, I mean that, you don't in this type of thing, why this thing is so easy, because if they are being slipped a drug, they're almost coming willingly or you don't have to nudge them very much. Right. To grab somebody Mm -hmm. and, you know, even if they were that messed up, it's still dangerous. I think it would be noticeable. Like I said, with the lady bird, like, like they're walking to their desks and that makes it so mm-hmm. much harder to prove because nobody's seeing anything weird. Now with all of this attention, people are hopefully going to pay attention. And it really does come down to be like anymore. I, you know, and I got to the point too, where I stopped going out to bars just because I did, but just party at home, like party with people that, you know, and make, make your own drinks. Cause especially if you're in Austin or Chicago. Um, because, you know, there's things that you can do to, to, to help yourself stay safe and, you know, don't walk home alone and all that. But, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of aspects to this, but to say that they're not connected, I would say my gut, my experience, whatever you want to call it would say, absolutely. Um, there's some ones thrown in there that probably aren't part of it, but they could be. They absolutely could be. I just don't you know, I, I'm a firm believer that we are in a world of everything is out there. You can you know, we have a show how to get away with murder. I mean, you're being taught how to get away with things um, that, you know, to throw in a 46 year old or an 80 year old that does not fit the profile. Then police are going, These are not related. And they're looking on TikTok going, these are so freaking stupid. <laughs> I think that happens a lot too,
1: so. Well, and I think like the main lesson in this with the Austin case and the Chicago case, cases is look out for each other, Absolutely. right? Not just, but really important, not just your friends. Right. If you see somebody at a bar that is passed out, blacking out, acting really um, unnaturally drunk, you know, yeah. that you, you, Call an ambulance, call authorities and stay with that person until you know they're in safe hands. When you see something off, not only say something, do something. Call cops. Hey, something's not feeling right right now. Can you come get this person? Something doesn't look right. Something looks off. Absolutely. Or this person shouldn't be walking home alone, or absolutely. this person's disoriented. Whatever. So each one of us. I mean, it's such a scary world right now with mass shootings and these, uh, you know, right. bodies showing up in waterways and all all sorts of things. But the one thing we do have in our control is to look out for each other.
0: Right. That's absolutely true. So, um, all right, everyone. Uh, interesting cases. Again, we thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review. Share it to your friends and family, and we will see you next time on Murder with Menina.
1: If you have a cold case you'd like Chris to review, submit it through our website at murderwithmenina.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Murder with Menina, and Twitter at Murder w. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Murder with Menina.